not here with me on this episode, um, but I do have a good friend of mine, Brent Schmidt, calling in here in a minute. I just wanted to get a few things out of the way. Um, yeah, Wade's going to be permanent co-host for this. I'm not sure like our, uh, what we're going to do from there. We may turn it into a whole different podcast, uh, but he is definitely my co-host now, so love it or leave it, I got to say. That's all I got to say to you, really. Um, but yeah. Got a got a call guy calling in Brent Schmidt. He's a really good friend of mine. I met him in Los Angeles in the comedy scene. Just one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's brutally honest with me. Uh, he will call me on my bullshit, and that's why I love him. Um, so, yeah, I'm just gonna call Brent, and we're gonna talk for a little bit, and yeah, we'll just go straight into that. Uh, but oh, actually, first I want to get this out of the way. Me and Chris Avi are working on a new podcast that we have a few episodes of the can for that will be coming out. I don't know the exact date. We're trying to perfect it and make it perfect. Uh, I know this podcast sounds like shit. We're going to make sure this, this one that we're doing doesn't sound like shit and stuff like that. So uh, be on the lookout for it. It's called Pod Thomas Anderson. It is a podcast about Paul Thomas Anderson's movies and Paul Thomas Anderson himself. Each episode we'll be talking about a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Um, that way I don't have to do it on here and annoy people that aren't into that. But Chris is a very good friend and a great co-host. So just a lot of stuff coming out from me soonish with no exact date. But right now, we're going to get into an interview with Brent Schmidt. He's in L.A. right now. I'm in Birmingham. I'm going to call him on the phone. All right, cool. All right, I got Brent Schmidt on the phone. What's up, dude? Uh, Just uh, finishing painting my nails after work. Word. I hadn't got around to that myself yet. Um. Are uh, you just uh, hitting hitting bong rips over there? Yeah, well, you know, like I said, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that at work. You work in an office. I do work at an office. Um, yeah, I it's uh, it's a slow death. I need to creep into that or something because um, this service industry shit's not working for me at nearly thirty. I don't like having a fifteen year old tell me what to do. And bark orders at me all day. Yeah, I mean it. Like that sucks, but also like I do IT, um, so having like a valuable skill kind of sucks. Because like I have comedians that I haven't talked to in like five years, and out of the blue they'll just contact me and be like, "Hey man, uh, do you still work on computers?" Like, ah, oh, nice to hear from you. Uh, actually, not for you at all. <laughs> I do that, <laughs> but you're you're not gonna pay me. And you're, it's very clear what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the worst is, like, when it's not even for them, it's, like, for one of their friends. Like, what the fuck do you, like, what am I? Yeah, that's really demeaning and shitty. I wouldn't, uh, yeah. I wouldn't even have the balls to do that to somebody. I just thought, well, I guess my computer's fucked. I'm not, I haven't talked to him <laughs> in five years. This is not going to be the way I do it. Um, that's, wh- that's why you didn't last in L.A., Nick. Yeah, I've got. To, it's like each year I think about it, I'm I'm more open about like, yeah, I just I couldn't cut it. Is <laughs> really what it. Uh, oh no, I I was just being. I just mean you like you weren't enough of a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am now. I don't know if it has a lot to do with I just don't care anymore or or what. I I, I just. If I moved back to L.A., I would probably make a lot of enemies now <laughs> in the state of mind I'm in. Um, <sighs> You know, there are worse things. Yeah, you know? I think it would be kind of fun and cathartic almost. Like, I would get something out of it for myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, like, I don't think there's going to be money in comedy in L.A. for a while again. Uh, so, you know, it's a good time to come and, like, burn bridges that won't be around for very long. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, know, I noticed uh, a lot of people that used to do it out there when I was there quit, which is good because a lot of them weren't funny. Um, a lot of them were just people that kind of, uh, I don't know if the word social media influencer is a good word. I've been giving them too much credit, <laughs> but. Well, no, I think like, I think the, the, like the term influencer means like they have actual followers. Yeah, that's, so it doesn't, <laughs> it, they can't even reach that 
level of it, whatever that is. It's just people that have like 70,000 tweets. Yeah. And, oh, man, what a fucking life. It's, like, it, it is really interesting. And, like, looking at people that still, like, put so much time into that, not realizing, like, that wave is kind of dead. Like, if you didn't make money on Twitter already, you're probably not gonna. Yeah, and it's also weird, too, because it's like, uh, you ask them what they're like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of an artist. It's like, well, what what do you do? And they're like, well, I went to Drake's house and took a picture of it once, and that's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Yeah, well, and I, I my uh, office job is at a fashion company, uh, so, like, so I have to occasionally hear about influencers and I'm like, what do they do? So they just like wear stuff made by other people and that generates a following? Yeah, so they like, basically are Tyler the Creator without musical talent is what they Yeah. Are. Just uh there's so many people I want to name drop, but I'm not going to because <laughs> like you're a guy I call to talk shit about people to like to get shit off my chest. And I'm having to bite my tongue (laughs) pretty hard. But, um, yeah, I wanted to mention something that you did recently that was really funny. Uh, uh, when you, you sent me that text when I was at the movie theater, uh, (laughs) it was such a weird day as it was. Cause uh, my girlfriend at the time, it was one of those things where there was so much tension in there that you could just kind of tell we were probably going to break up after the movie. And um, then I got that text during it after I had left the theater like three separate times as it was to catch my breath. <laughs> and, uh, I had, you know, just thought you went crazy because <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. But it was because of that podcast episode I put out about the uh, gas station lady that stalked me pretty much. Yeah, I think it was like the day after you put out the episode. Yeah, and I was so stressed out, I couldn't even put two and two together. I just jumped immediately to Brent is fucking insane now. <laughs> well, and, yeah, because basically what I did was uh, I sent texts similar to uh, the the type of vibe that that girl was giving. And it, like, I, would, I think I just said something like, hey, man, like, uh, you know, we, we've been friends for a while and like text occasionally. And, you know, I thought things were good between us. Uh, so I think it's a little fucked up that you have a girlfriend and like, didn't tell me about it. <laughs> you said something real that like really got to me in it. Cause it was like, now I'm going to chip away at what you have in your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was, that was the end of it. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm going to passively try to destroy your life or something like that. Cause I, I saw that and I was like. That's a weird way to word you fucking my life up, and why are you doing this? <laughs> it was a bad day. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I, I was just like bored as fuck at my office listening to your podcast. <laughs> and, and then I saw the text from you, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, and then I called. I actually, like, I called you, and I was just like, What's up, dude? <laughs> we need to talk about this on the phone. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was like two texts in rapid succession, and then my phone rang like as I was reading the text, and I like I just I I answered by saying like, dude, I was just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it put my mind at ease. So, like, I even told my ex girlfriend when we were leaving what happened, and she was like. Not amused, and I guess she almost kind of suspected I had, like, some kind of closeted gay relationship with you, and I was trying to, like, cover my tracks with it or something. <laughs> so she probably thinks that now, too, but uh, it's, funny. Uh, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I do not care. Um, but, yeah, that scared me pretty bad. Also, uh, it doesn't help I was watching a three-hour movie that I was trapped in. Yeah. Yeah, especially in like a, a, a tense time in a relationship, being like tied down into a movie seat isn't the greatest feeling. It was all you can't really enjoy a movie when that's happening. When you're just kind of like, this is over for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to get into it or anything because I mean, we, you know, I've talked to her and you know, it's cool. It's just one of those things that didn't work out, and it uh, it makes sense yeah. and. Uh, uh, 
You know, it, yeah. could, it could have been done differently, sure, but uh, she's not, like, a bad person or anything. Uh, well, and, like, I mean, when shit ends, it's usually not good unless you have, like, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin money, and then you can, like, label it something else, like, conscious uncoupling. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, breakups just kind of fucking suck. Yeah, they do. It doesn't matter, like... Uh, it doesn't matter how long you've been dating, really, you know, because we dated, you know, not that long, really. But, uh, I mean, it, it, it just sucks because it's like, oh, what did I do, you know? Uh, it makes you question, like, what the fuck's wrong with me, pretty much, is, is what it is. It sucks the most about it. Uh, it, it really, that's, that was my main problem. It was very selfish reasons. It wasn't like, oh, is she unhappy? It's like, no, what did I do? Is my dick tiny? What is it? <laughs> like, it's shit that doesn't matter, and I should know about myself. <laughs> like, uh, my favorite thing about your podcast is listening to, listening to you spiral in and out of meltdowns. Oh, yeah, it's every day. I think that's why everybody I work with hates me. Because, <laughs> like, I'll say something... I think I'm on the spectrum a little bit, honestly, because uh, I'll talk to somebody, and if they don't immediately, like, if I'm joking with them or something, they, like, give me some kind of weird look to where it's like, oh, that's not funny. I'm like, oh, well, sorry, I was trying. Uh, I'm not an idiot, I swear, and, like, I'll go into this thing, like, I swear I'm not stupid. Just, can I, uh, can I, like, convince you I'm not an idiot before, like, I just pretty much wear you down and make you never want to talk to me again? Well, I, I I bomb in front of coworkers, like it's, you know, we're all just. That's worse than doing it on stage, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but like the thing is, like once you're you know, at least used to bombing on stage, like you can kind of just like shrug it off. And I've just started doing that with coworkers. Like if I say a line that bombs, I'll just be like, yeah, well, you know, all right, and then I just walk away. <laughs> I need to do that because it's not working the other way. It's not a. Uh making me any new friends which <laughs> where i work i don't really give a shit about because it's dirt bags anyway there's this fucking idiot uh i work with that uh he's he's just incredibly out of shape and like he'll be there for like i'll be like working a double and i'll be there like 12 hours or so and he's there like two hours and complaining about it has fucking back hurting to me knowing that i've been there that long and it's just <laughs> I can't hold it in if I don't like somebody, and he just pretty much gets gets the clue already. Yeah. Uh, but I feel bad for him because he really does try to get me to like him. Like, he quotes movies wrong a lot to me, and uh. he, he came up to me. I don't even know why he thought I thought this would be funny, even if he quoted it correctly. But he was like, uh, it puts the lotion in the basket on the skin. And it's like, you just did that completely wrong. Uh, uh. Why are you yeah. even quoting Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, like, there, there's there's no good timing for that. There's yeah, there's that, and it's also like I bet you haven't even seen Silence of the Lambs. You probably think that's a quote from Joe Dirt when they do the parody of it. <laughs> well, I think the only time that's a good line is if you have someone in a pit. Yeah, when you're and actually, then you, <laughs> and then you can say the line and be like, you, you remember that movie? You get it. That's a great idea for a sketch. <laughs> Just some dude has like this lady kidnapped and in like his basement in a torture chamber. And it's just like, hey, yeah, you remember that movie, right? Oh, man. <laughs> it's and, then, and then he like throws down a rope. He was like, I just want to do this bit. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's like, are you, do you want to commit to this? And we'll just do the whole thing. I'll throw some lotion down. <laughs> you got a dog? I can go pick up your dog. Yeah, I'll go get your dog, and we can, you know, if you could claw your way out and have your nails come off on the wall, that would be great, too. Oh, wait, no. I think it was his dog. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> well, you know, he, but, you know, it's a bit. He could make, you know, he could use her dog. They're, they're, they're just yeah. playing around, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a dude who's who's willing to, to dig a pit underneath his basement... Uh, for a bit, probably isn't responsible enough to take care of a dog. No, not at all. Or maybe he is, and that's the only thing he can take care of. Uh, yeah, you know, it's better than, I, I, I have pet praying mantises. Oh. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm just trying to tell you I kill people now. <laughs> that's my first step into explaining it. So are you, are you still, uh, are you still like off Hollywood Boulevard at that house, or are you somewhere else? 
I'm I'm in a different house, like right there. Yeah, I've lived in three houses on the same street within a block and a half of each other. I just think that's just such a perfect spot for you, because like you <laughs> you you just kind of like observe people a lot. Yeah, like that's what you do, and it's like. That's just, I can't think of a better place for you to live than that. It's, yeah, it's insane. Well, and, like, the thing that's, like, kind of dumb about it is, like, when you tell people that don't live in L.A., like, yeah, I live in Hollywood. They're like, oh, you live in Hollywood. And you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. No, this is. It's, like, it's a dirty shithole. And, like, I love it. It It is, like, if I could afford it and, like, find a job out there that pays me, like, what I'm making now. I would do it in a heartbeat. Like I'm in a position I would totally love to do that, but um Yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't know if I can commit to it right now, but I really but, want to. But like Hollywood movies and the industry, it doesn't happen in Hollywood. It's just like Yeah, like from where I live like the uh the Walk of Fame is it starts like a few blocks away. Uh, so like, that's just like the dirtiest, shitty, like touristy part. And I'm like, just beyond that where like all the, the spill off, like the, the, yeah, you're like on the edge of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And it's all just like old houses that are like falling apart that are just filled with people renting. Um, yeah, yeah, it's. It's rad, but, it, you know, a lot of people don't like us. <laughs> well, that's what's funny, too. Uh, like, back to you saying it's like people misunderstanding what Hollywood actually is. That's where yeah. you get these stupid, um, like, professional background actors. Basically, they post on Facebook uh, like they're a huge part of the production. And I think it's because they know they can trick people into thinking that's a big part of it. Well, and that's, that's like, a, I mean, yeah, there's a, like, desperation in that. Because, like, yeah, it's it's all the, like, hashtag set life and shit like that. And it's like, do you think actual actors are doing that? No, not at all. Like, there's, um, I talked about it on the last episode, but uh, it's just, I, I'm just drawing a blank on what exactly it was I said. But um, it's funny when, like, somebody like that is so delusional, they'll, like, they'll rap on a season of a show that they were like a background actor on, on one episode and then just be like, uh, this long spiel they'll make a post of like, they created the fucking show basically. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Everyone's just trying to prove that they're relevant. I mean, that's like the most diseased type of mind on social media. Cause like for the most part, everyone on social media is just presenting like the best details of their life. So, like when you look at it, it at it in a timeline, it's just like, oh wow, their life seems pretty rad. Uh, but yeah, the it's it's the people that try to connect themselves to everything it, that are trying too hard to show that they're living this life. Yeah, because it, it, it's pretty clear they're not. Yeah, it, it makes it really, really sad when you uh, take into account like what you just said is they're showing the best parts of their life, and the best parts of their life is just them waiting for four hours to possibly be cut out of the background of a sitcom that well, nobody it's, watches. it's literally to be a set piece. Yeah, it's, it's... Like, that's what background acting is, is you're just a set piece. You're a set piece, and it's like the lowest form of fucking art ever. It's not even art. It's just... You're trying to, uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of like, uh, come like people doing comedy just because their agent told them it's a good idea, not because they want to, you know? Yeah. It, it, a lot of people that do that do comedy too. And, uh, I don't know. It's really sad and I hate it. It makes me resent people like that. And they're probably like just mentally ill and lonely. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, well, <laughs> Nick, are you going to try to say that we're not mentally ill? Oh, <laughs> that's the thing, though, is we're self-aware. Like, I know that I am. <laughs> I don't, I, like, the stuff I do that is, like, shows glaringly that I'm mentally ill, like, I try to, like, make it something, like, at least make it funny or something. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and that's, I mean, those are people that are just, like, specifically chasing, like, an idea of fame. Um <clears throat> And they have to, yeah, just be showing that they're exempt. I don't know. It's it's also, like, fraudulent. And, like, I wonder if they ever have moments of self-awareness where they're like, 
or they or they at least know what they're doing. Like I know this is bullshit, but yeah, they have to, right? I don't. I don't know I don't that know, a lot man. of them do. There's some that I'm sure do, but then you know, I don't know. Like it seems like when you move to L.A. out of nowhere, you just have you all of a sudden follow at least a hundred background actors on your fucking Facebook. To where it's like, where the fuck did this guy come from? I, I did. Did I add this guy? Like, I don't. I remember when I moved back from LA, my feed was just bullshit. Like, it's just, I hate my. Like, I, I hate getting on Facebook. Basically, because of what happened when I lived in LA, was all these people are my friends on Facebook now. I, I mean, that, that's garbage. that's why you got to utilize the unfollow. Oh yeah, I have since. Oh, man, I didn't do it until I moved back from L.A. and I had all that garbage on my fucking feed. Uh, then Dude, I realized how great that is. I had, uh, like, a couple months ago, I was at a bar, and I was just, like, talking to this dude while I was outside smoking. And, like, seemed like a normal dude, you know, like, had, like, a day job, like, working as, like, a bellhop at a hotel. Uh, and, uh, you know, like... Uh, just chatting, like seemed like a normal dude. And then uh, he was like, "All right, yeah, I gotta get back into my uh, my girlfriend." And uh, he he's like, "Here's my card. Uh, you know, we should we should meet up sometime." And like, it's a business card that's just his headshot and his name and actor. And I'm just like, "Man, like, I thought you were a person." Yeah, that's it's so disappointing when it's just that little sliver of fucking. All it takes is like him giving you a card and showing you that he's not fucking cool. Like he's just empty and fucking. He's just empty inside and has nothing to offer. And this whole conversation was just a fraud. Like he's just full of shit. Well, yeah, and like, so I mean, I, I like, yeah, I, I kind of avoided business cards and that kind of shit. But then, like, if you do make, you know, meet people, like it's, it's just an easy way to like give your contact info but like i didn't want to have like business cards that say like fucking comedian slash writer like who gives a fuck right so i made business cards and my job title is warlock uh (laughs) so (laughs) well that's how you do it the right way because i mean you do have to put yourself out there if you want any kind of like if you ever want to make a career out of it you have to do some shit you don't want to do and, yeah, uh, that's the best approach to it. Is like kind of make fun of it a little bit. Yeah, it's hilarious though. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> I'm pretty I, stoked about them. I remember uh, me and you were hanging out at your house one time, and I remember, uh, and it's a hundred percent because I was high. Uh, I mean, it was funny, but I, I laughed for like ten minutes about this. Is uh, you you have these index cards of joke ideas you had on your wall. And post-it notes. Yeah, little post-it notes. And yeah. it was uh, of joke premises, like just like, you know, you have like the little idea on there. And one of them just said, everybody loves Rain Man. And I <laughs> laughed about that for like a half hour straight. Uncontrollably. <laughs> that was a fun day. I don't think I've laughed that hard ever. That was very fun. <laughs> um, I wish I could smoke weed now, god damn it. That's yeah. so much better. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't. It doesn't. I like. I'm. I'm actually now reaching the point where I'm like, maybe I need to stop for a bit, because I've just like I've been high for the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you so, stop, you'll realize it's like, oh no, it's it makes life better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've I've cut down a lot, um, and like it's, it's legal out here for recreational use, at, but it's taxed at like thirty percent. Uh, God. So it's like. I kind of want to go back to like having a dealer because I can get it cheaper. Well, that's the thing with me is uh, that's what I liked about buying weed in L.A. is I could get like because with me, I have panic attacks with certain strands. I cannot smoke um, um, indica at all. Like that shit will put me in a fucking panic attack. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, Indica is supposed to be like the sleepy, relaxing. Right. One. That's I don't get it either. Like, I mean, it does like make me you know, kind of sleepy, but I, I get in my own head when I smoke it for some reason. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's very weird. But that's what I liked about LA is I could actually tell, because I had to get somebody to go to the dispensary for me, but I'd tell them, hey, just ask them for whatever doesn't give you panic attacks. <laughs> and uh, 
they nail it, you know, like, yeah. uh, like I think it was AK 47 was a strand that, uh, I was usually a go-to for me. And it, uh, it just made me feel exactly how I wanted it to make me feel. Yeah. Um, well, and I, so like, I try not to buy like the same weed, like back to back. I try to cycle through and like, I always smoke sativas, but every like couple months I'll specifically get one that I know gives me anxiety, like just to mix it up. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't think I could do it just cause I hate, like it's a different type of anxiety. It gives me like, I'll, uh, I have anxiety pretty bad, but it's like a very uh, mild form of it to where I just kind of pace around a lot and uh, get in my own head a little bit, but don't have full blown attacks. Yeah. If I smoke weed, like a bad strain of weed or something, uh, I'll I'll have a panic attack. No um, oh, man. But yeah, that's the thing here though is I, I I don't know what I'm getting from a dealer, and I don't like sitting in a parking lot for thirty minutes because I've I've never met a drug dealer that uh, seems to like making money and takes their fucking job serious enough to be on. Yeah, they're, they're not good on customer service. At all. It's like, do you but, not like money? Because I'm trying to make this as easy on you as possible. But then again, it's also not an industry where you tip. Yeah, there's that, too. And I, I did sell weed for a very brief spell, and I, I get it after that because... It is a lot sometimes. Like, even when you just have three customers, uh, you're just kind of like, uh, sometimes you just don't want to move and do yeah. anything. Like, so, but every time you fucking call, come on. That's like, that's the only thing you have to do is sell weed. It's, you don't yeah. have a job. Well, and, and yeah, like, the other thing is, like, you don't make that much money off of it. You really don't. I wish, I, I was thinking recently, this is how bad I hate my job. As I was like, I wonder, I seriously was thinking, like, I wonder how much money I'll make selling Coke. <laughs> this, this might not be a good thing to talk about on your fucking podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'll never do it. It's just, that's how bad it is, is that I, oh, I don't care about this job. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever have you ever been so defeated where you're like, I could just go to prison and not have to do anything? I have, but also <laughs> here's where here's where I know I have something fucking wrong with me, is that <laughs> I've thought about before like I could rob a bank, but I in prison wouldn't be that bad, except for getting ass raped. It's like the one thing I don't want to happen. That's my motivation for not going to prison, not the being bored and being stuck in a cell the rest of my life. Just the being ass raped is just, Man. I don't know, it just seems not pleasant, I guess. I mean, you probably can get used to just about anything. I, that's true. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I might like it even. Uh, that, that's yeah. Just, it's not, that's not the way I want to find out if I like getting fucked in the ass, though. Against my yeah. Will. Well, okay. So here... <laughs> So you just gotta try it recreationally before you get into the life of crime. If hey, if I ever like were like you know, have you seen that movie Twenty Fifth Hour where Ed Norton like has like he gets sentenced to life in prison, but he has like twenty five hours to you know settle everything. Yeah. Um, if that ever happened to me and I got that, I, I would for sure have gay sex and get fucked in the ass to like kind of test the waters to see what I'm getting ready for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking you could just go to like. Uh, like a sex shop and just like get something to throw up there and see, you know. Yeah, that's true. I, that would be an easier way. <laughs> and then you, then you can like leave it up there while you're like saying goodbye to family and shit. You know, you yeah. can multitask. <laughs> just kind of stretch it out to where it doesn't hurt as bad. Because, um, yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you're just going to go out and get fucked, like you're giving yourself, you know, like that's a lot of confidence just think you can run out and get some dick it is true like I, I like how that was kind of like a big gay stereotype in the 90s that like these stupid like knuckle dragging dumbass like frat guys were like yeah i don't want that shit anywhere near me and it's like dude these guys don't want to fuck you <laughs> yeah they uh they probably want to fuck other gay guys that are preferably not homophobes that beat the shit yeah, out of them they're probably not into your like dirty trucker hat with the fucking fish hook on it right exactly. and, like you're sexually assaulting a woman with the fishers of men hook on your hat because you love jesus exactly that's, yeah that's always been that's always funny to me too that um like I, there's a lot of guys I work with that are like like that just dumbass guy I was talking about a minute ago. It's like he's just this disgusting like terrible fucking hygiene. Um, like he's got he's got that thing where he's uh got like 
uh, tartar stains on his teeth, you know, from where he doesn't brush them. Uh, like the like cloudy spots. Yeah, and it's just like it's not uh, like they're rotting out just yet, but they're gonna be there in a few years. And uh, yeah, uh, he's just always talking about like uh, just how he he like flirts with the most attractive women I've ever seen that work here. Like, and it just has this confidence that is undeserved, and it's just the most funny thing in the world to me. Uh, you know what? That's like I. <laughs> He should stop. I, I, I mean, but like, there's something I sort of respect about like dirtbag confidence. Oh, I've seen times where it was absolutely earned because they were really like having sex with like supermodels. Yeah, yeah, like, man. The world is fucking weird. <laughs> just it's it's dumb. Like everything is real. D- so we we had uh, we had this kid in my high school. He like ran for mayor when we were seniors in high school, uh, and he he like had the worst teeth like you've ever seen. Like in an eighteen year old, he had them. Like they they looked like bad sixty year old teeth. Uh-huh. Um. Uh-huh. And then, like, a few years after we grew up, he did not win the mayoral election. No shit. Uh, he was, uh, <laughs> I, still, I still remember his campaign photos, though. Uh, we're in the, uh, the old Canadian tuxedo leaning on a fence post. Did he, was he smiling with the teeth showing? Probably. <laughs> I like, was wondering if he was self-conscious. Zero self-awareness. Okay, like, so definitely. And, and, I mean, he was kind of just generally, like, you know, the dirty kid. Yes, uh, yes. But yeah, it was like real into politics, even though he's like pretty. I mean, yeah, okay. Given the end of the story, he I'll say like, yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty dumb. Uh, but yeah, so a couple of years after high school, I like was talking to someone and like he came up and they're like, oh, he's uh, he, 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 he can be found on the Internet now because uh, he's a registered sex offender. <laughs> of course he is. Because, like, yeah, I mean, no one, like, no adult woman is going to, like, talk to him. Uh, right. So, of course, he has to, like, he was that type of gross. He did end up getting, like, fake teeth uh, at, like, 20. That's a step in the right direction. What's that? That's a step in the right direction to yeah. <laughs> cover up your yeah. past. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, like, those guys are the ones who, like, but I mean, he didn't have the confidence, though. That's the thing. Is like, you know, maybe dirty guy with confidence, you can pull it out, you know. But uh, if, if dirty guy with no confidence, those are the ones that end up, you know, trying to get naked pictures of thirteen-year-olds. That's very true. I think that leads to a lot of uh, pedophilia. Is just like the, you know, being incredibly lonely with no confidence and just disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I, I mean, it's clearly a mental illness too. You know, like with uh, I don't want to go on a, a tangent about Jared from Subway or anything. But that, <laughs> that that guy clearly, you know, had something fucked in his head. Uh, I, yeah. Did, did you ever listen to those tapes of uh, him talking to that informant lady? I did not. Uh, it, it depends on what, like how strong of a stomach you have. It's like you know, I a lot of shit doesn't bother me. But that was like, ugh, it's disgusting. It's it's actually it's very upsetting to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't a fan of him before. Well, that's uh, the thing. It's not the, <laughs> it's not that him being a pedophile. It's just that I was such a fan and <laughs> upset that he it's was such a heartbreak. Yeah, it was just heartbreaking for me. I don't know about the other stuff, but. <laughs> Man, like I'd see him hold up those pants and I would lose my fucking mind. There's people like that. It's just like this guy was a I thought he was a loser before then. Like this guy's a dork that got yeah, very you got, lucky. He got famous for losing weight by eating shitty sandwiches. Right, and then even more famous for yeah. the other thing. Did you uh, uh did, you know uh Tom Segura was supposed to be his like brother in the, like subway commercials, right? Oh God! He he talks about it. He's like, it's really funny. He's talking about like it could have fucked his career up, but like since Tom Segura is like a bigger guy, he was like saying um, they were doing like alternate. Like Jared's brother was the guy to sell the unhealthy sandwiches, kinda. So that was supposed to be the angle, and Tom Segura was supposed to be the, the he was supposed to be the guy. <laughs> 
That'd so be also like, so what are the unhealthy sandwiches? Because like Subway sandwiches aren't healthy. Yeah, all like, of them are. Like you know, like basically Jared was selling like the veggie delight and stuff. Like yeah. That. Um, and, yeah, and, and you got to throw away half the bread. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's funny because Subway is already like they were already on the downhill, you know, and then Jared pulled the worst fucking thing ever. <laughs> like, but I, I think there's something. It's something like there are like twice as many Subways in America as there are McDonald's. Oh my! Because like, because the amount of space they take is so much less, so they just like squeeze them in every fucking strip mall. Yeah, there's like a lot of them in gas stations here. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere. That's mostly where I see them at now is in shitty, like, they're combined with something that it that food should not, the food place shouldn't be combined with. Uh, the the town in South Dakota that I was born in, it's like 25,000 people. I think there are three or four subways. And yeah, like, some of them are like fucking gas station subways. That's so disgusting. It's- gas station, like... Food places in gas stations, I don't... It's like having your food made in a, a fucking bathroom, essentially. Like, You know what? But I can appreciate sheets. What's that? Uh, I think it, it might just be like in the Carolinas. Uh, it's it's a gas station. Like, they have fast food. Uh, it's and called like, Sheets? I think sheets. it's like... I think it's like S C H E E T S. I'm pretty sure I still have a Sheets reward card in my uh, in my wallet, but I don't want to dig through and remember that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave that. Like, go take that to the grave with you. I was I was literally in North Carolina for like a week, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta get on this Sheets." Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible name for a place that sells food. Yeah, yeah. But also, did you ever hear about Stuckey's? No. It was a basically a Dairy Queen ripoff that was in gas stations in the South. They're they're extinct now too. I found one in Arizona when I moved to LA and was driving through there. But um, oh man, man, I love Dairy Queen. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I'm a soft serve guy. Like I'll take Dairy Queen over like Cold Stone any day. Um, yeah, well, and I don't even really give a fuck about Dairy Queen's ice cream. I love their chicken strips, which is such a white trash. Thing. No, they do. They really do have like the superior like chicken there. It's always hot. It tastes good. Um, it's better than. Uh, uh, have you ever had Zaxby's before? It's a fast food chicken finger place. I have not. It's it's okay. Um, I would suggest trying it if you're ever back in the South. I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's regional, just to like Alabama and Georgia, maybe even. It's okay. Uh, but uh, it's they, their best things. Their milkshakes, honestly, their chicken's pretty bad. Uh, their chicken wings are the worst wings I've ever had. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, fast food wings, I don't think are ever going to be right. But it's uh, like it's a chicken place. <laughs> like that's yeah. what they do. Uh, but see, I like the only thing I miss from the state of South Dakota is this fast food chain called Taco John's. Oh, I like the name. Uh, which is uh, a, a Mexican place that was founded in Cheyenne, Wyoming. So, you know, it's like real authentic. It's very good. <laughs> like, it's, but I mean, it's like... Sada all over that shit. Well, like living in Southern California, like I can empirically say like Taco John's is not Mexican food. Right. But it is like, it's delicious, like shitty fat people food. Oh yeah, that's the thing with the South and like uh, Midwestern places is like they do a diff, they do like a, a spin on Tex Mex even that's different than Tex Mex. Like, um, yeah, there's uh, cause when I moved to LA, like the Mexican food there is great, obviously, yeah. but it's made with like real stuff. Yeah, and it's good. It's it's the best type of Mexican food you can get, obviously. But there were times I was like. I want that shitty, like, Tex-Mex, Southern Tex-Mex shit. Um, yeah. And it, like, a sweet tea pairs well with it for some reason. It's weird. Like, sweet tea <laughs> is, like, definitely what you get to drink with that shit. Uh, yeah, I was a Mountain Dew kid. Yeah, man, it's just... Try some shitty, like, Southern Mexican food sometimes with sweet tea with it. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it, it goes so well with it. And I'm not, like, a big sweet tea drinker anymore. I was when I was younger, but uh, it just—it's too like too much for me now. Like, but. yeah, I'm I'm the same with like I worked at gas stations growing up, and like, oh fuck, this is so gross. There was a point I got one of those like half gallon mugs, uh, and like working at gas stations, you get free soda. 
Yeah. And I would drink at least a half gallon mug of Mountain Dew every day. Oh man, yeah, I'm surprised I don't have diabetes or like I've never had kidney stones. Uh, I mean, I I probably do, but you know, what, yeah, <laughs> fucking what? That's the thing is, I don't know. I've been thinking lately because I do drink a lot of soda, uh, and I've been thinking lately like I feel like shit all the time. I probably have diabetes. Um, do you ever, do you ever get lightheaded and think like, oh fuck? Yeah, I get lightheaded. Like my foot goes numb sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I. I have terrible circulation and like, yeah, that could be part of it. I also like, <clears throat> I've realized I'm coming up on smoking half of my life. Me too, man. That's a big one. Uh, uh, yeah. I have a vape pen that, uh, my ex-girlfriend gave me that, uh, helped a little bit, you know? Um, but I fucked it up. I poured like the vape juice in the wrong hole and it's completely. <laughs> so I smoked. Is that why and- she dumped you? That and probably a bunch of other fucking dumbass reasons, like shit that I fucking did for sure. <laughs> like it's like that. <clears throat> but yeah, that'd be hilarious if that's why. That actually happened a few days ago. <laughs> like it's, um, but yeah, shit like that was probably why for sure. Uh, I yeah, I've like <clears throat> I've tried, but I just can't. Uh, like. I mean, the, the worst thing, like, it's such a stereotypical thing, but L.A. traffic is, like, so infuriating that that single-handedly keeps me smoking. Because I just yeah. can't deal with, like, all the selfish assholes in traffic. Like, I have to, like, slowly destroy myself. Otherwise, I'll, like, scream and blow my voice out every day. That was the thing, is- too, is, like, when I moved there, I had quit smoking. You know, I even made the whole drive from here to L.A. without having one cigarette. And um, I got there, and after a month, I was like, fuck this. I'm not fucking doing this without smoking, for sure. I had also quit before I moved to L.A., and then I got a job, and it was just at, like, a small shop. And everyone else smoked, and I realized, like, when everyone else smoked, smoked, like, I just have to keep working. So I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. And... uh, (laughs) That's, that's mo- I mean, that's a big part of smoking in my life. Is like, well, it gets me out of shit. It there's that and boredom. Honestly, uh, yeah. The neighborhood I lived in, which is most neighborhoods in LA, if you're if you're poor, you know, like most everybody. Uh, yeah. And it's just it's infuriatingly loud all the time. Uh, the people that lived across the street from me had a fucking uh, party, like with a mariachi band and shit, like. I want to say three times a week. Yeah, the first first time you see that, you're like, that's awesome. Uh, I want to, I'm total, this is awesome. And then it wears on you the second time. Like, one time's enough for me. But um, (laughs) they would like shoot fireworks till three in the morning. Like, I'm surprised I didn't get killed out there because I'd be like, hey, could you not fucking do that? Like, I have to be up in three hours. It's crazy. Like, there are fireworks year-round in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, the dude next door that would do it all the time. He had a, a tattoo of the state of Florida on his neck. Oh, hell yeah. You know that's class. Yeah, that that was weird, though, because I figured, you know, what, maybe, maybe they fucked up and meant to draw California and it got Florida out of it. But it was definitely Florida, because I, I caught myself, like, squinting at it to make sure <laughs> that that's something somebody fucking did. I just love, like, you can get, like, the most, like, fucked up description of, like, a person. You're like, what the fuck? And then the last detail is, like, they're from Florida, and you're like, oh, that all makes sense. It's like, yeah, why didn't you just say that? I would have assumed they had an Oxycontin (laughs) addiction. Like, that's for sure, like, where they're from. (laughs) It's insane how, like, all of the, uh, like, Oxycodone and all that shit, like, is all pretty much from Florida because of... uh, Pain doctors, right? Like just writing that shit out, basically. I don't know how big of a thing that still is, but they like doctors in Florida, like pretty much supplied the entire country with oxycodone at one point. Oh wow! It's well, and like, I mean, yeah, they got a lot of bored doctors because like everyone down there is old and dying. So like, yeah. fuck, let's write some cool shit. Yeah, um, that that was my drug of choice. That's a that's a good one. But yeah, I can't do that anymore. It's, yeah, it's ve- oh man. Have you ever had physical withdrawals from any like substance abuse or anything? 
this is pathetic, but the only thing uh, is uh, caffeine. No, I've always when I w- wondered if that, that happened. I've, I've never <coughs> had personally, but... But it was from the dumbest way possible, because I was like 18 or 19, and I just drank like six monsters in a row just to like see if I could. Oh, no. And I, and I think I like also took like no-dos or some shit like that. Uh, oh, and then shit. I just ended up like vomiting and shaking on the floor of my bathroom, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" With my yeah, that sounds terrible. Cause what you you know when you take too much of an upper, like any kind of upper, and you get that like shaky, uh, like tremors in your fucking hands feeling, and it's just like, yeah, the worst. That's the worst fucking type of anxiety right there. Is the yeah. one that like is like you you take a pill that gives you anxiety basically. Yeah. But yeah, it's awful. I I would not wish oxycodone or like opiate uh, uh, withdrawal period on my worst enemy. It's the worst fucking withdrawals ever. Ugh. Like it's like borderline like googling ways to put yourself out of your fucking misery. Like how bad it is. But, God um, damn, it's bad. Like uh, that's why. Like that's my motivation to never touch that shit again. Is just I don't want to feel like that anymore. Yeah, it's it's scary. It uh, it I, does feel good though. <laughs> it's uh, well, I mean, yeah. But that's that's I, kind of like I've tried to like I'm scared of drugs that just feel good. Like yeah, it's it's a very slippery slope. Um, like I like psychedelics because they'll like feel good, but also like fuck up your world. Uh, yeah. and and not in a like addiction way of just like oh shit I gotta reexamine how my brain works yeah and in a way like you know it'll help you depending on how you use it make decisions that could like better your life like it'll give you like a a different outlook on on things you know like uh, when I took mushrooms it made me reevaluate being a dick to people <laughs> like yeah. Um, uh, for about yeah. a week, like, and then, like you know, when the first time you take mushrooms, it's like for a week, you're like, no, man, you don't understand. It's life changing. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like uh, teenagers having religious experiences. It's exact. It, it was the closest thing to a religious experience I ever had. Like doing it with people you're really close to. Ah, oh, man, I need that again. I haven't had that in a decade, probably. Like, uh, oh man, uh, psychedelic experience. I, I haven't had it in two weeks. <laughs> I was about to say, it has not been that long for you, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I am a pretty big fan of, of those fellers. Yeah, well, that's a good one because there's no, like, physical dependence on it. and uh, Well, and, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it would be tough to get addicted because, uh, like, Cause yeah, I mean, if you use it too much, like you start to go into like real dark places, and you're like, oh yeah, I can't can't do this all the time. Yeah, I knew a girl that did that, and uh, she's dead now, obviously. But, oh, um, fuck. Um, no, like I, she was cool. Uh, she just kind of like took a really dark path. She because like. Uh, you know, used to I would smoke weed with her. She's somebody I did mushrooms with once, and she was one of those people that would like uh, you absolutely would not have a bad trip with because she was so experienced with it, she could talk you out of it. Yeah, she was a good like god, I guess you would call it uh, for stuff like that. And um, but uh, she would take she got to where she took it every fucking day, and like just all these acid heads she's around, and it was just like, what do y'all do? Like. Wh- what are you doing with your life? Like, yeah, acid kind of wigs me out. Like, I've I've done acid probably like ten or fifteen times, but like, it's scary. It, it's yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a very different because like mushrooms, it has like the like kind of an organic feel to it, but like, yeah, acid acid feels like electric. Yeah, I don't like that. It's some guy fucking made it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's very it makes me uneasy. Uh, but yeah, she she like knew these people. She would tell me stories about like this guy, because um, where she lived, she was like a very rich kid. Like her uh, dad played for the New York Jets at one time. She was like incredibly rich. Damn. And, um, she uh, always had these stories about like this these rich kids that took too much acid. Like one dude like ran naked and jumped into the zoo like inside the lion's cage and just shit like that. And yeah, it's like. God damn! Like maybe don't take a hundred hits of acid a day. <laughs> I mean, but that's a pretty fucking rad way to go out. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a legend. 
Like, yeah. that's Dev. He's going to be remembered more than I will, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I, I've gotten pretty good at, like, holding on to the rudders. Um, I've had, because, like, I've had trips where I was, like, where I realized if I wasn't as experienced as I was, I'd probably end up, like, naked in a stranger's yard. Yeah. Um, which is no good. No, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not following, that's not something you want to happen. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're about to come up on an hour. Uh, there was something else I was going to say. Like, I guess one regret I would have is not doing shrooms in L.A. Like, or just in California, period, just in the desert somewhere. Yeah. I wish I would have done that. Um, hey, man, they're still here. Yeah, I, you know, I got a life ahead of me. I can do that sometime, <laughs> for sure. There's some people yeah. I know out there that'll do it with us, too. I don't want to name drop. I don't know how how much they would want that info about them out there, but we all know <laughs> the same people. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, man, it was well, good And, and I, think, I think uh, California has approval for signature collection for a ballot initiative for medical mushrooms. Really? That's what I want. <laughs> that Dude. That is my so much more doing them, too. That is an industry I would get in on. Yeah. That would be fucking amazing. That would, like, seriously put my mind at ease more uh, doing them. Like, it, it would... Because there's always that, that looming fear of me getting in, in trouble for doing it for some reason every time I've done them. Yeah, just handle your shit. Yeah, it, it typically goes away pretty quick. It's it's usually there when they start to kick in. Yeah. And it fades once, it, once I peak. Like, that's the last fucking thing I'm thinking about. Man, a couple months ago, I ate ass and went to Catholic Mass. Yeah, specifically. You, yeah, you texted me about that. I was like, "Fuck, we do." Oh shit, we have to talk about that sometime, man. Because uh, I, 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 for some reason, I was like busy or something. Because I do remember you texting me that, and I was like, "I need to remember to text him back about that." Because that's insane. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I even took communion. Because fuck him. That's great. <laughs> Well, dude, it was good catching up with you, man. Yeah, man, good chatting with you. I uh, hope you end up back out here. Yeah, man, I'm sure I will, but like at least to visit. I'm trying to plan something. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, we'll catch up. We'll do this again sometime for sure. Yeah, man, I'm around. All right, man, take it easy, buddy. All right, you too. Later, buddy. Honest people ever. Uh, we're for sure having him back on. By we, I mean me and Wade now, not just me. Me and Wade. We'll have to get all three of us on the fucking, on the mics. Anyway, that's been this week's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next time. <laughs>